Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Well, we're quite a ways away from being summer when it's warm and there's the late summer nights. But hopefully this story will get you in the mood for that. That's coming soon. Not that far away, even though it might be cold where you live right now or mild. Here's a story of a mix of real life and a little bit of fantasy. The things we wish sometimes would be true. And sometimes we have to see it for ourselves to truly believe something is truthful. And after you listen to this story, hopefully the next time you see a fairy ring around, you'll think of this story. The Fairy Ring Crunch! 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 Charlie was half awake as she ate her standard breakfast, Honey Nut Cheerios, in a milk lake. And another summer day, closer to the start of school, fourth grade with Mrs. Teague, excited and sad today, excited for another summer day, sad that there was only one last day of summer. Charlie had reached a point where school was becoming a bit more work than play. School did not come easy for her, especially math. The slider door opened as she took a large spoonful of milk with a few O's swimming on top. Charlie, her father said with excitement in his voice, have you seen the fairy ring out back? Charlie was a bit confused. What's a fairy ring? And where out back? With eyes wide, her father responded, a fairy ring is a circle of mushrooms. It's used as a meeting place for fairies at night, or so the folklore says. I doubt any fairies live around here, but if they do, they would be meeting there after dark. Wow! Real fairies could be here? At our house? I want to wait up to see them. Now, Charlie, dear, Charlie's mom interrupted, your father tells tall tales. You are not going to stay up past your bedtime to see these fairies. We can tell you a story of fairies instead. Those are stories. I want to see real live fairies, Charlie shot back with authority. Charlie, fairies cannot be seen by humans. Rather, they will disappear as they sense us, her father said to help with his wife's case. That's not fair. I can never stay up late. That's when the grown-ups have all sorts of fun. That's why I have an early bedtime, Charlie yelled as she left the room toward the front door. Her parents watched her go with smiles on their faces. Charlie circled the house two times before she spotted the fairy ring. She could not believe she missed it the first time around. However, her anger might have clouded the vision a bit. The ring sat on the right side of the backyard, just outside the tree line that separated their property from the neighbors. The fairy ring was big enough for Charlie to stand in. The mushrooms had big, mini muffin tops. Charlie laid in the grass, belly down, and gazed at the ring. Have you seen them yet? Her father boomed to wake her from her fogged gaze. Huh? Oh, no. I thought they'd come out at night. I'm going to see them, though responded Charlie as she rose from the ground. Well, the way you were staring at the mushrooms, I thought they might be there. Your mom is right. I do tell tall tales sometimes. Please don't believe too much in this one. 
Dad, I will prove that you are not wrong this time. There's a special energy here. I feel it. Charlie ran inside to come up with a plan to get outside that night. Her mother closed the bedroom door after saying goodnight. Charlie could only lay in bed thinking of the fairy ring. She was worried she'd fall asleep before it was safe to go outside without her parents seeing her. She rose from her bed to find something quiet to keep her occupied until her parents went to bed. She drew and colored pictures of what the fairies might look like. Just as she was beginning to doze off, she heard her parents' door shut. Adrenaline shot through her body as her excitement and anticipation re-energized. She put away her drawings, grabbed a flashlight, and looked out the crack of her door into the hallway. The light was out to her parents' room. She had two advantages going for her. Her bedroom was next to the stairwell, to the main floor, and her door was always left open just slightly. No sounds and no need to walk by their bedroom. Charlie used her light weight to stealthily open her door and descend down the stairs with no sound. She ever so gently unlocked and slid open the back slider. After closing the door behind her, she turned to face the darkness of the night. Click! The flashlight was on, giving Charlie a clear path to the fairy ring. Click! The light went off, as she thought it might scare the fairies off. Step by step from memory, Charlie walked closer to the ring. She stopped when she spotted a few sparkling lights near the ground a few feet in front of her. Could it be? Fairies? Congregating? Excitement was welling up inside. What to do? She was so close. After a moment in frozen fear, she slowly moved her body down until her knees reached the ground, then on all fours, crawling ever so slowly until she was only a body length away. Charlie eased herself all the way to the earth. She could make out that the lights, blue, purple, red, and yellow, were in fact little creatures with wings, inching her way close enough to see their wings fluttering at a rapid speed. After her eyes settled in, she saw that there were sparks of light shooting off their wings, and underneath that light were the mushrooms that they sat on. Charlie watched for quite a while. It seemed they were having some sort of conversation, but she couldn't understand the language. It just seemed like light whispers. And maybe that was their wings. That's, maybe that's how they talked to each other. She wasn't sure. She was just in awe of these little creatures. But after some time, as a young child, she couldn't keep her hands away, and she reached her arm inside the fairy ring where her finger touched one of the fairies. The fairies quickly scattered away from the fairy ring off into the tree line. She could still see the little lights from their wings but not all together anymore, separate, twinkling little by little. She had frightened them. She was disappointed. She whispered out, I am not here to hurt you. I just want to meet you. She sat there for quite a while. They did not return. So she got up and walked back into her house. She was sad. 
She was happy that she got to see them, but then she scared them, and now she didn't know if she'd ever see the fairies again. The next morning, after she had eaten her breakfast, she had gone out into the garage to find her father, who was working on their car. He might believe her. Maybe, since he's the one that brought up the idea of the fairies and the fairy ring. Dad! Yes, Charlie? I saw the fairies last night. Oh, you did, dear? Yes. I snuck out last night, and I saw them, but then I scared them off. You got up last night? Yes. I stayed up until you went to bed, and then I snuck out for just a little bit, and I found their twinkling lights, and I saw them very close. Well, then why did they scatter off? I touched one of them, Dad. You touched a fairy? Yes. I wish I hadn't. I just couldn't resist. I had to see if they were truly real. Well, I'm glad you got to see them, and I'm glad you got to experience that fairies are real. I told you they would gather there if they were. I know, Dad. That's why you got to come see them with me. Me? Yes, you have to come see, Dad. Let's go out tonight after Mom's in bed, and I can show you that they are real. I don't know. You aren't supposed to be up past your bedtime, and you've already broken that rule. Your mom would be very upset to hear this. I know, but... This is something special. This isn't like I stayed up to watch a movie. This is real. You've got to see, Dad. You'll believe me after you see. All right, Charlie. If you can stay up that late again, I'll come get you after Mom goes to bed. And so that's what happened. Charlie was able to keep herself up again, even though she was more exhausted than the night before. And after her mother went to bed, her father slowly opened her door had her walk out, and they walked downstairs out the slider. Charlie had warned him to be very, very quiet, and that they couldn't have any lights on, so they walked slowly together, and they laid down together in the grass, not far from the fairy ring, and they both watched as the little lights, blue, purple, red, and yellow, sat inside the fairy ring on those mushrooms, and they just sat and watched for quite some time. But this time, they didn't touch the fairies. But one of the fairies, maybe the one that Charlie touched the night before, flew outside of the fairy ring towards them and fluttered a few inches from their faces. And not through an out loud voice, but somehow being talked through inside their heads. The fairy said, Thank you for leaving us at peace. We had important business to talk through tonight. We won't be here. Again tomorrow, or the next night, or many nights ahead. For we need to move on, and back to our own communities. We gather ever so often, different places where these fairy rings come together. We still have a few things to talk about, but we ask that you leave now, and thank you for being kind humans to us. And the fairy flew back to the ring, and sat on the largest mushroom. Maybe it was the leader. Charlie and her father weren't sure, but they slowly got up and walked back into their house, and they sat in the living room and talked about the experience with each other. And with the fairies not coming back, they wouldn't be able to share this with Charlie's mother, so it was going to be their little secret, because they didn't believe their mother would believe that they truly saw fairies without seeing it with their own eyes. And as the years passed on, when Charlie and her father would discover a fairy ring. They knew there was important business for the fairies to talk about, and every once in a while, 
They would go out and see if they could catch the fairies in their meetings. This concludes The Fairy Ring. If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. Or share the podcast with friends and family that you believe will enjoy this podcast. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. And as always, continue to listen to our next episode.